and welcome into episode 11 of the Payout Scouts. I'm your host, Nigel Gbekshin. Alongside me, as always, Patrick Harrison, Eric Crookshank. And boys, we are into the conference championship weekend of the NFL. But why don't we do a quick little, quick little flashback and see how we got here. Obviously, uh, not trying to brag or anything, but I went four for four on picking the games last week in the NFL. I uh, had all my spreads covered. A good little betting weekend for myself. Uh, starting things off here, the Rams-Packers, uh, it was offense versus defense, and defense, unfortunately, does not win games. It might win you championships, but it doesn't win you games because <laughs> the the offense of the Rams was just not able to hang with Aaron Rodgers, Devonta Adams, Aaron Jones, just a little bit too much, a little too high-powered. Uh, and the Packers, I'd argue, uh, are, are definitely a Super Bowl favorite now, it looks like. Um, I mean, obviously, there's only four teams left, so everyone here could be could be a favorite. But uh, in my books, I think I might have the Packers as the number one team to win the Super Bowl this year. I don't know if that's a hot take to anyone in this call right now, but uh, that's how I'm bit, feeling. That's how I'm feeling about Aaron Rodgers right now and how he's playing. Uh, furthermore, the second game on Saturday, probably the worst one of the bunch from the weekend, Ravens-Bills, had a lot of hype. I was, We were all really looking forward to it, too. Incredibly fun quarterbacks to watch who love to run the ball, who can throw the ball miles. And uh, definitely did not live up to the hype. We saw a very defensive game, a final score of 17-3. With the Buffalo Bills making their first conference championship in over 25 years. You love to see that. Uh, yeah, not the game we were expecting, to say the least. Uh, a very, very defensive battle. Uh, Lamar getting injured didn't hurt help things. Uh, you know, Josh Allen played all right. The Bills are, I still think, have a very good chance to beat to beat the Chiefs this weekend. So there's there's definitely no need to count them out. Uh, speaking of the Chiefs, they survive a scare and they're able to beat the Cleveland Browns. The Browns hung in there. Uh, looked Chad Henney's the goat. What, what, what do you have to say, Eric? I mean, you're you're the resident Chiefs fan. What do you have to say about Chad Henney? Yeah, I mean, he he jumped right in and uh, he did what was needed of him. I mean, obviously, <laughs> towards the end there, it was more Andy Reid than anything, in my opinion. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Shouts out to Chad Henney. Anything is possible. Hey, anything is possible. A little J.R. Smith quote right there. But yeah, it's it can be used a multitude of ways. And yeah, I mean that third and thirteen scramble really. In my opinion, might have kept their season alive there. Obviously, um, getting that first down there. I think the last thing that Stefanski and the Browns were expecting on four, uh, third down was Chad Henney to run for 13 <laughs> yards yeah. to pick up the first. So definitely, uh, you know, the Browns will be back. They're a young team. They've got a young core. Um, but the team who lost their starting quarterback in that one, uh, Mahomes, Mahomey, uh, everyone's favorite. It looks like he's going to be playing this weekend. So that definitely makes things a little bit more interesting between the Bills and Chiefs, thankfully, uh, you know, you want to see best on best. You didn't want to see uh, Mahomes miss the game, although I, he looked like he was pretty concussed. That's all I'm going to say. So, yeah, I really hope they're not, you know, sk- skimping through the <laughs> concussion protocol. Yeah, here. I mean, but, I, we uh, know we know the NFL's reputation with uh, player safety is exactly. not exactly the best of the of the big four. So I uh, yeah, I'm, I honestly didn't think he would be ready to play this game, and I still don't think that he's fully healthy. Uh, but they, I guess you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, Pat. I mean, you you've you've been concussed in your life. What do you think? Do you think that? I think that I actually saw the hit, and I will, I didn't think it was that. No, bad. it wasn't a dirty I, hit. No. In my opinion. No, yeah. not, not, I mean, like in injury wise, like he, yeah, he bonked his head, but it, I don't know. It, I mean, concussions, you never know. You could, you yeah, know, any, a small, a small impact could be a huge, and some guy can get leveled and it yeah. really be nothing. It's 
it's all kind of individual. The thing for me is like that, the tweet that you referenced earlier, he sent that out 10 minutes after the, after the game was over. So I think if he was, if they were really, really concerned about it, uh, he wouldn't have his phone that quick. Yeah. That means he's, he was already through the concussion, initial concussion protocol. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, so, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think he's fine. I, I, I mean, I hope he's fine. Um, get on to the pick though. Uh, yeah, the Bills look, the Bills are, you know, doing pretty incredible things right now. They're kind of the, the Cinderella team, even though they were the two seed. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're the team kind of winning over, winning over the hearts of football fans. But it's. Even though it's a one versus two mashup, it's still kind of a David versus Goliath. I would say yeah. you got, you know, one of the greatest well, offenses. Well, Pat, Pat, don't give too much. Here. We still have to recap. One yeah, we're gonna... and then we'll get into. <laughs> I was oh, say... I'm sorry. I, I was no, out of my... it's uh, okay. You know, I like uh, it. I, I like it. I'm just you know, teasing. <laughs> sorry, it yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll hold my takes. I'll hold yeah, my takes. I, I don't want you to give it all before we even get to it. But the last game of the weekend. I mean, this is the one that split us. I had I had Tampa Bay winning this game. You guys had the Saints, and sure enough, Tom Brady, the GOAT. Uh, I hate Tom Brady, but he is the GOAT, <laughs> and there's no denying that at this point. And, uh, I mean, Drew Brees, if he's actually retiring, that is an incredibly sad last game to have for a guy who had one of the best quarterback careers of all time. Um, but I think it's only fitting that he kind of goes out to Tom Brady in the end because it's like – it's just – it's so uh, poetic that this guy who's 43 can still play at the level he is and he's still in the shape that he is. And it's like all these competitors who he's competed with for the last 15 years, Philip Rivers, Drew Brees, are retiring, and he's still the one standing and still one of the, the premier quarterbacks in the NFL. So he's able to pull off the win there. Uh, yeah, like I said, if that that is Drew Brees' last game, definitely a sad way to end things. But the Bucks. It's interesting. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Why don't we get into that game first? Even actually, it is the first game, so that fits that fits perfectly. Uh, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Two of in my lifetime, probably the two best people I've ever seen play quarterback in in the NFL in my lifetime. Can I, I, can I just yes. say one thing quick about the, the Saints Bucks game? Is of course. I I think the the Bucks defense deserves some credit for yes. containing Alvin Kamara. He he was almost non-existent out there. Like he yeah. was not. He was not what we expected Alvin Kamara to to, uh, to be in this game, and that's that's all the credit to a young young uh, a young uh, box linebacking core and uh, just yeah. an overall good defensive performance. I mean, Antoine Winfield Jr. Uh, his dad like played back in the day, obviously well known safety. He had a great game. Uh, the linebacker core, like you said, did a great job of defending Alvin Kamara. Their defense is finally coming into peace, uh, or coming into place, rather. And that's why this game is interesting. Like I said, two of the greatest quarterbacks I've seen in my lifetime. I'd honestly say two of the top three or five, probably top five, two of the top five quarterbacks of all time. I'll say that. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers facing off here. And it's going to be an interesting one. Um, At this point in the season, when there's only you know three total games left, the spreads get pretty thin. So we got Tampa Bay green, at Green Bay. Green Bay are three-and-a-half point favorites at home. I don't know what you guys think. The over under for this one, let me just double check. I'm pretty I checked is oh, 52 50, even. Yeah. Yeah, 52. So, I want to know what you guys are thinking. Do we think first give me your spread pick, give me your over under pick, give me both. What are we thinking? <clears throat> yeah, it's it's tough to bet against Tom Brady, especially in these situations. I mean, it's 
I've doubted him pretty much the entire playoffs, uh, and I'm I'm nervous to do it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do it again. Uh, at this stage, I I just really think it comes down to what offense you trust more, because I I, I thought I trusted the Saints' defense, um, and they didn't come out on top. Obviously, Tampa Bay's offense uh, was a big part of it, but like Patrick said, their their defense was really really strong. Um, what we've seen in the past couple of weeks from the Bucks offense has been impressive, but it, I don't really think there's been much of anything that kind of makes me, how do I say this? Like if it gets to a shootout between these two teams, yeah. I don't really see anything that uh, would make the Bucks go over arguably the best offensive team in football. Um, yeah. I, I think the one comment on the defense I'll say is if, if Drew Brees doesn't turn over the ball like as many times as he did, I think this game might go the Saints' way. I, obviously, yeah, it's just fair. it's something that you can't really uh, think about. The game's over, but yeah, I, I'm just gonna go with uh, Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay this weekend. So you like you like minus three and a half yes. Green Bay, and what what are you thinking with? Or you know, let's all give our spreads and we'll go over under sure. after the fact. Uh, Pat, what do you what are you saying spread was? Yeah, I'm going to Aaron Rodgers, too. A uh, couple things. It being at home is big. Uh, I'm sure you guys noticed it last uh, last week, but they, they're letting a lot of fans in. Yeah, Lambo. I was stunned. That's I was, actually, yeah. yeah. I was really surprised let, with that. They let no one in during the regular season, only friends and family. So they literally had, like, 200 people, and now they suddenly have, like, 10,000, it looks like, or more. Yeah. A little, yeah. little shocking. Yeah. I mean, I'm no I'm no expert on the COVID trends in Wisconsin <laughs> now, so I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to judge, but I think that definitely is a factor, especially with how passionate uh, how oh. passionate Packers fans are. Um, another thing, it's, you know, the frozen tundra in January, so weather – I do this every week. I don't. You got it. You got to check. I don't have it ready, check. but um, let's uh, let's we'll pull the weather you. in yeah. Green Bay, Wisconsin for Sunday. Yeah. Because I, as we know, uh, as we cold know, weather. Aaron Rogers, yeah, Aaron Rodgers he's, loves the cold. Even though he's a Cali kid, he's uh, yeah, he's played his whole career there, so he's yeah, he's uh, Tom Brady doesn't like the cold. Actually, uh, we well, can't this could also either. this could also affect the point totals, though, right? Like, I mean, yeah, depending on what the weather is, I might want to. I think it's. I, I'm pretty sure it's clear. Um, Pat can give us confirmation here in, in a moment of oh, seconds. Oh, oh, okay. oh, we got a chilly one. It sounds like, folks. <laughs> okay, Sunday. Oh, at night. This is is this the late? This is the late game. So this this is the three o'clock game. This is oh. a three o'clock game. Okay, so we're looking at. Sunday, well, gotta find the Afternoon. 36 hour forecast. Uh, <laughs> okay, stand by, folks. Patrick we're, Harrison, we're not still on Saturday. Okay, I can only get I can only get Saturday. So we, I can only get the entire one. So we have uh, Sunday during the day, negative yeah. one. This is in Celsius. Negative one yeah. feels like negative six with light snow. Uh, okay. At night, it's dropping out to negative fourteen. Um, so by so, the end of the game, it might be a little chilly. Yeah. Okay. okay. So. I'm like that. Okay. Uh, you want to queue up Kansas City so we have it ready for one week. <laughs> I will also. Uh, one City thing I, I want to say a couple more things about the yes, spread. Though. The diversity in the Packers offense, as uh, we saw last week, the like Tanyan was that's how you pronounce it. Tanyan. Tanyan. Yeah. Whatever you know, who I'm talking about the tight end. He's had a great year. Uh, he was kind of bottled up, but yeah. uh, contribute this to, you know the. The, the playmakers they have or just Aaron Rodgers' ability to, you know, disperse uh, disperse passes, they found ways to 
diversify their passing offense. Like Valdez Scantley went off. Obviously, Devontae Adams, we all know he's going to be open a lot of times. But they took away what one part of that offense was taken away. It didn't really slow them down that much. Yeah. And when you look at the matchups with this, like I said, pretty young, um, but good uh, Bucks uh, defense, I just I think this, there's going to be a lot of matchup nightmares that are going to uh, be exploited by Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm rolling I'm rolling with Packers minus three. Um, yeah, I uh, I fully agree. Because at the start of the year, people were like, "Oh my God, the Green Bay didn't draft a skill player in the first round. Why would they draft Jordan Love?" And it's like. Aaron Rodgers has made Marquez Valdez Scantling and Alan Lazard and Robert Tanyan look like great players on, on the football field. Even Equinarius St. Brown or whatever his name is. Like these guys, I didn't I knew of MVS before. I knew of Lazard before. I honestly didn't really know much about Tanyan or Equinarius St. Brown, the greatest name of football. Um but yeah, these guys fake, like it's a fake name. It's it's a fake name. What it, do we, it, it, uh him his and his brother his brother's gonna be a pick in this year's draft his yeah. dad changed their last names so they would be they would stand out they their actual last name isn't saint brown he completely fabricated that last name as kind of like a moniker nice it, yeah it's like a yeah, bobby so, but his name, his like first name is still equinarius yeah, I think his, yeah, his first name is equinarius but it, like their birth last name was not saint brown he changed well, it to yeah. saint brown I mean, Equinarius makes you stand out regardless. Yeah. You know, your last name could be Smith, but you still have Equinarius <laughs> as, your, as yeah. your first name. But back on the back on track here, uh, they, like those guys look great all year. Uh, Aaron Rodgers playing probably the best season of his career at the age of thirty-seven. Hard to believe, but I'm also gonna have to ride with the Packers in this one. That, like I said, I think they're a Super Bowl favorite for me now. The four teams left, I like them the most. Their defense, obviously, a lot of people question that. It's looked great all year. It's looked great in the playoffs. I mean, against Jared Goff and the boys, yeah, it, it, it's not that hard to, to look good, <clears throat> Seattle. But uh, it, it, even the matchups, everyone's like, oh, my God, there's a matchup nightmare for this Green Bay offense. Jalen Ramsey versus Devontae Adams is going to take him out of the game. And Devontae Adams proves week in, week out that he's by far the best wide receiver in football because he schools statistically one of the best corners of football like it's nothing. Like, I, like you said, this Tampa Bay defense is skilled, but they're very young and they don't have a ton of playoff experience. Obviously, the defensive line has a ton of playoff experience, but that's really it. That secondary is very young, and I, I, they're just gonna get burned by these receivers. I, I can't see Tom or sorry, pardon me. I, yeah, I can't see Tom Brady keeping up with Aaron Rodgers and what they've been able to do, especially with how well that Green Bay secondary has looked uh, in recent weeks. Shire Alexander's been balling recently, so we all agree. Packers minus three and a half, over under fifty two. That's really really high for a game at this point in the year. Uh, but these are obviously two of the, like I, I've said five times now, two of the best quarterbacks of all time, two of the best offenses we've seen in the NFL in a long time. Uh, are we going over or are we going under? What are we thinking? 52 points. Yeah, I might I might go under, just like you were saying. I, I feel like a lot of the games uh, that I've thought were going to go over in the past two weekends have not. And yeah, I think same. it's just the, the nature of the playoffs just being so much tighter uh, than a lot of people anticipate. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to hit the under here. Yeah. OK, guys, I, I haven't done this. I haven't done this in a while. But as Nat said, we have two of arguably actually. No, we're past arguably two of the top five quarterbacks yeah. of all time. Yeah, exactly. Um, An offense that's probably been the best offense in football this year. Yeah. OK. Uh, going up against another very solid offense with. You know, probably the offense that looked best on paper to start the year. Yep. 
Uh, so everything's saying that we should take the over. But I'm going to fade the universe. Take the under. We're fading the universe again. Uh, the weather, it's cold. That That's going to affect the throwing a bit. But I don't even care about that. It's just too much of saying take the over on this yeah. that I'm, I'm taking the under. I agree. Because look, let's look at the games last week. So Rams-Packers, I would have thought the – I think we all yeah. agreed the under is going to hit over hits. Bills-Ravens, two of the highest scoring teams in football, 20 total points. Over-under was set at 49.5. A brief – briefs. Browns-Chiefs. Under hits to again two of the higher tempo, high scoring teams of football, and then Bucks Saints. That one could have went either way. The over hit in that one, but yeah, I in recent weeks we've been seeing like okay, I can even go back a week further. Brown Steelers, I think we all agreed that that was the under was going to happen. It was going to be a gritty defensive game. There's 80 total points yeah. scored in that one. Uh, everyone agrees Ravens Titans. Oh, these are two high flying offenses. We're going to see a lot of points. The under hits like. The opposite of what you've been thinking all postseason is going to ha- happen, pardon me. So I agree. I'm going to go with the under here. It's 52 points, a lot of points for a conference championship game. And we've seen it before where this many points have been scored. But I think these teams aren't just going to come out swinging. Although I hope they do because that'd be awesome to watch. I hope yeah. this is a 55-50 game. I just don't think we're going to see it. Um, so I'm also going to take the under there. So we all agree <laughs> on literally everything for that game. So if you want to fade us and bet the exact opposite, you can bet Bucks and the over. Um, let's move on to the second one. I feel like we might have similar beliefs for this one as well. Yeah. We have the Buffalo Bills traveling to Kansas City, Missouri. Hopefully Pat has his weather report ready. Uh, do, we have I the do. Bills as three-point underdogs on the road. Right now, if you bet Bills plus three, uh, it's a plus 105 pick. So clearly Vegas strongly has a lot of – or must have a lot of money on Kansas City minus three. Um, so you would be fading the universe if you were to pick the Bills plus three here. Eric, your favorite team in the conference championship. The... Do you want me to give my weather report before? Please, okay, so we're, we're looking for Sunday, January 24th. This is it's, the night game. Yes, yeah, 640 okay. kickoff. 640 kickoff. So, yeah, so night we have one degree, feels like negative four. Okay. Mixed precipitation with Ooh. 90%. Um, one to three millimeters of rain and less than one centimeter of snow. We have winds blowing at 25 kilometers an hour. Uh, and that'll be a northeast. I don't know if we know how the stadium <laughs> no is set up, but the wind will be blowing northeast <laughs> at 25 kilometers an hour. So it's looking like it's going to be a pretty. It could. It could potentially be a pretty wild weather game. All right. Thank you for that, Pat. I appreciate the weather report. We'll be sure to have one more left in the season when we go to Miami <laughs> yeah. for the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> I'm, pretty all right, sure know, I'm pretty sure we know. Sunny and clear. Be like. yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, you never know. You know. A little tropical <laughs> yeah. storm. Yeah. Uh, but Mitch Crookshank, your favorite team, Kansas City Chiefs, in a conference championship. Something that my team hasn't done in a while. Something that Pat's team hasn't done in a while. Uh, third straight year that time. the Chiefs are in this in this position. What, what are you thinking they're going to do this year? Yeah, this game was definitely a lot harder to decide, obviously, when I didn't know whether or not Mahomes was going to be in the game. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like you said, he cleared concussion protocol. Whether it was very <laughs> truthful or not, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, yeah, I, either way, I, I can't see, now that he's in the lineup, how they lose this game. Um, the game oh. against Cleveland was a great effort by the Browns. Um, they kept it within striking distance, but... I think if Mahomes stays in for the remainder of the game, they win by at least a touchdown. I mean, the, like, the momentum was still kind of leaning towards Cleveland, I'll say, but just the 
I would just feel a lot safer, obviously, as every Kansas City fan would if he was in the game, that they would yeah, win yeah. very easily. Um, yeah, I'm not entirely worried. He also had, like, that foot injury. I'm not really worried about that as much because I'm, I'm pretty Broken sure... Broken toe, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the injury, like, or on the play leading up to his, con- like, concussion was... Uh, a nice run actually that I didn't think he'd be yeah. able to pull out with the, the, the toe injury there. Um, as for Buffalo, I don't really think this team in the playoffs has put together like an entirely great team performance. Really? I mean, the first, okay. the, okay. the first game, interesting. the first game against the Colts, their defense wasn't that well, the defense was not good at all really. Um, yeah. And in the second game, they kind of needed their defense, I think to, to keep them in it. Uh, so I think, Kind of everything is pointing towards the Chiefs here. I, I I'll show some respect to Buffalo for them getting here, but I I just have to, I have to ride with uh, Patty Mahomes. Yeah. Um. In the grand scheme of things, our our time our time with uh, Patrick Mahomes has been generally short. What is this? His fifth, fourth, fifth, fourth year, fifth year, fifth year, fifth year. Fifth year? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forget, man. No, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's his anyways. Fourth year. Yeah, fourth so year. Fourth and he's what three and zero in conference championship games. No, 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 no he's one and one. He's had oh, he's, one third. he's one and one. Lost yeah, okay. the Patriots, yeah, yeah, beat okay. the yeah. Patriots, yeah. and now yeah. Okay. Um, or no, they didn't beat. Who they beat? It doesn't matter. Anyways, Patrick, he's one and one. He's one. <laughs> this is the rubber match for him. I know. I yeah, it's the rubber match. I don't think it's really the rubber match though. There's no, just nothing that yeah. There's yeah. There's there's nothing that I can. There's nothing really that I've seen that has like in the last you know year and a half, even two years, that would make me want to bet against the Chiefs in this situation here. They're they're the far and above. As much as we like like the Packers, it's it's the Chiefs. You know what I mean? They are the. I believe they're going to be the you know the Patriots of the next decade. They're going to yeah. be the team that you just there's no reasonable way to bet against them with the personnel that they have. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm riding Chiefs here. The the weather, yeah, it could be it could be pretty interesting, but again, it's not that's not something that's gonna, you know, make me question yeah Mahomes. Like it's that's really kind of what it boils down to is that you got the best player in the league going out there. Um, so you always have a chance to win and you're probably always gonna be favored, which makes sense, but three points. I like that spread. Um I actually like that spread a lot. I mean, the Bills, what, what you said, uh, that the Bills haven't really put together a complete game yet, I think could, you know, could be a pretty good counter argument for this game because they've won, obviously they've won all their games not playing at 100%. So if yeah. they could put together that complete effort, um, then yeah, they'd be pretty dangerous. But I think even if the Bills put together their best possible game, is not going to beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Like, personally, that's what I think. It's the playoffs. I know the game, the regular season was close, but, yeah, it's, you know, a trip to the Super Bowl on the line. There's no one else I'd rather have under center than Patrick Mahomes, so I'm, I'm taking Chiefs minus three. I, I'm not going to lie. I thought you guys were going to be riding Buffalo, or I thought Pat was. I guess I'm alone here. I, I think the Buffalo Bills have what it takes to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't trust Patrick Mahomes with this foot injury, with his head being in a different plane, and potentially. I... Listen, I you you can make the argument that they haven't had a complete performance, but what I saw from that Bills team last week is them shutting down the most one of the most dynamic offenses in football, completely taking Lamar out of the game, 
completely taking Gus Edwards and uh, J.K. Dobbins out of the game, completely taking Hollywood Brown out of the game. Obviously, yes, Lamar goes down injured. That screws them over, and uh, Huntley has to come into the game. But that Bills defense looked like the defense we saw last year from the Bills, the one that was ranked one of the best in the league. Like, they were unbelievable. That pick six, unbelievable. I like the Bills here. I think Josh Allen is the only guy who can go – well, no. There's a couple yeah. guys. But in the in the AFC, Josh Allen is one of the only quarterbacks who can go throw for throw with Patrick Mahomes based off pure arm strength, accuracy, decision-making. And listen, oh, a broken toe – I disagree with that. Decision-making – but here's the thing. He had the highest ever completion percentage by a Bills quarterback in a season. It's like, mature. People forget I, I will 100% agree that he is definitely matured this year. I just think Mahomes is decision-making. Is Mahomes. Like another level. And that's – and I, I don't disagree. Mahomes is the best quarterback in football when everyone's healthy, even playing field. But this year, he has not been the best quarterback in football. Aaron Rodgers has yeah. been. I Like, I think we can all agree. He's going to mm-hmm. win the MVP. And – Listen, Josh Allen on a regular year probably would have put up an MVP. Like, this would have been a, an MVP caliber season from Josh Allen in a normal year. It's just Aaron Rodgers went insane this year. I I really do think that Josh Allen is going to outplay Patrick Mahomes. They call me crazy. I, oh. I I believe in this defense that the Bills have. I, I I am very much a part of Bills Mafia right now. I'm 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 riding them heavy, and I, I've ridden with them all all playoffs. So I'm not I'm not yeah. hopping on now. But I. Uh, I think I said this in the regular season. I'm pretty sure I said on the podcast, the only team that I saw who could beat the Chiefs this year is the Buffalo Bills. And the only team who matches up with them offensively, defensively, I think has a a shot to beat them. And I really think based off the injuries that Mahomes has has or had, either way, he broke his toe. I don't care if it's healed. It's still going to hurt a little bit. I've never broke a toe, but I I can't (laughs) imagine that. My dad broke his toe, and he was hauling for like three weeks. I'll be – he's 50. Patrick Mahomes is like 22 or 25. So, they're really yeah, different. Dave Kovechkin versus elite athlete. Okay. <laughs> hey, whoa. With millions of dollars of medical, yeah. medical personnel yeah, around. Okay, but there's no way it's going to feel perfect. There's no yeah. way it's going to feel like normal. And listen, I, I don't care. He can say it feels fine. I think he's going to feel a little bit. He did have some good runs in that last game against – the Browns, even with that broken toe, but I think he's still going to struggle a bit. I don't know what it is. The universe is calling me. I went perfect last week. I, I got to try and go gutty again. So I'm going to fade you guys. I'm going Bills plus three, but may as well bet money line because I think the Bills are going to win the game. Oh my God. Oh yeah. My God. One thing, one thing that makes me hesitant about really agreeing with you on this because, you know, I'm, I'm open to, you know, completely being wrong and the Bills, you know, they, yeah, yeah, they, exactly. yeah. Um, but, when okay, we all know that Lamar Jackson had one of the one of his worst. I don't know if it was one of his worst statistically, but he did not throw the ball very well last last week. Awfully, terribly. Awful. Yeah, yeah. When Huntley came in, who and they started to drive the ball primarily through the air. Yeah, like that Bills secondary was looking shaky. Like you let a backup QB come in, and I wouldn't go as far to say he was throwing all over them, but like. He was like they were giving him like they were they weren't playing press they weren't up they were giving him throws you know what I mean, um, so as much as like as highly touted as this Bills secondary is with like with White and uh, Hyde, Hyde yeah Mike Hyde and yeah they like <laughs> it didn't look great against a backup QB who has very limited experience. Yeah. You throw that. Okay. Obviously, but you know, they're going to game plan. There's four for... minutes left in the game. They're not going to try and play uber aggressively. 
There's four no, there's, yeah, game, no, I, two scores. You're going to sit back and give him some completions. Yeah. Um, he missed that one to Hollywood think... Brown on fourth down. That would have made it interesting. I'll, I'll, I will say that. That was blown coverage by the Bills. The one, the Hollywood Brown overthrow on fourth down. That should have been a touchdown for, for the Ravens. But I don't think you can say their defense is shaky based off the last four minutes of a game with a backup quarterback in. Am I? It just wasn't one time. You know what I mean? He like yeah. there was there was a lot. There was a couple bad misses by Lamar throughout the game that could have been touchdowns because yeah. there was either blown coverage or really relaxed coverage deep down the field by the Bills. I just I, think you can't play. I just think there's just so much that the Bills have to do almost perfectly. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's impossible. Yeah, obviously it's a it's a three point spread. You know, it's it's great odds. But I I just think there's just there's too much that has to go right for the Bills, and there's too much that has, has to go, go wrong, wrong for the Chiefs that's, yeah, that's for it to, to make to, for it to be for me to you know logically yeah, bet yeah. on it. That's that's fair. Uh, okay, over under fifty three and a half or no fifty four. Pardon me, it just changed. Uh, that's a lot of points again. <laughs> Eric, what do you think for this one? Yeah, I gotta go under. Like you're saying, like I I like the confidence. Uh, I, I still have a lot of confidence in Patrick Mahomes coming in and, and being Patrick Mahomes in this game, but I, I don't yeah. think to the same offensive extent, I guess, that they're going to pump mm-hmm. out like an insane amount of points on, on this Bills team. And like we can argue about their defense, but I, I still think they're a solid uh, defensive core all around. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to bet under here. The, the Chiefs' defense hasn't been great, but uh, I still think the under is going to hit. Uh yeah, I I like what you were mentioned before of Josh Allen being able to go toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes, and for this game to be close and for the Bills to win it, it's probably gonna, gonna have be to be a shootout. shootout. It's gonna yeah. gonna be a shootout, which yeah. I don't think I don't know if it's gonna completely be like like a full on you know shootout right down to the very end. But I do believe both teams is gonna both teams are gonna put up put up points. You said it was fifty four. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm I think I'm taking the over. I could I could easily see both teams putting up. 30 you know it being, a, it being a 30 34 kind of game i think this game is going to be like a 42 38 or like something crazy like that i think it's gonna be an absolute shootout um just because we okay we saw mcdermott last week his play calling he threw 26 passes before their first rush of the game like actual designed rush play for the bills and andy reed is not afraid if he sees that they're trying to throw the, the ball down their throats he'll throw the ball yeah. right back at them like I, Andy Reid will go toe to toe with just about any coach in the NFL. He has some of the biggest balls, play calling balls I've ever seen. Um, yeah, I think this is gonna be an absolute shootout. I, I could be wrong, but this one I really feel in a high scoring game. Listen, Vegas rarely gets spreads wrong. Like the, as much as like sometimes we think spreads are obvious, they're they're really not. A lot of the time they are very very close. And if Vegas thinks the difference between these two teams is three points. The only way I can see that happening is if it's a high-scoring game. I can't see this game being 2017. I, I just – it doesn't seem like the defense yeah. would be able to hold up, especially with two quarterbacks who can literally throw the ball three-quarters of the field any anywhere, right? So, uh, I don't know. I could be wrong. I, I would have said the same thing about Lamar last week, so I could very easily be wrong here. But I just – I feel the over just makes the most sense here. All right. That's an interesting one. Uh, I'm happy that I disagree with you guys on that one. I think uh, it'll be interesting because we all won against Tom Brady, and you guys obviously side with Pat Mahomes, which, you know what, I agree. Everything has to go wrong for, not everything, but more things have to go wrong than right for the Chiefs, and more things have to go right than wrong for, for the Bills. But 
I'm interested in it. Uh, obviously, no locks this week with such few games. Um, but something very interesting this weekend. We have Mr. Conor McGregor making his return to the octagon against one Dustin Poirier. They obviously fought, I believe, six years ago, seven years ago, 2014, I believe it was. Yeah. Uh, so the second addition uh, of this fight. We have some decent fights on this card. Uh, Daniel Hooker's fighting again, a very interesting fighter. Uh, Jessica I, someone who I'm a big fan of. Uh, so some decent fights on this card, but Crook, I hear you have a bit of a, a your underdog pick might be coming from this card. So why don't we discuss your underdog pick, and then why don't we all give our picks for the main event? Yeah, so my underdog pick kind of coincides here with the uh, the McGregor Poirier fight. I'm gonna take uh, Dustin Poirier at plus two thirty. Uh, I think if you're gonna actually, I before I get into it, I don't think I've actually looked at the kind of other ways that you can bet on it other than money line. If there's another way that's kind of really intriguing, I might take it. But uh, like if it's by knockout or by submission, I don't know. So would you? How would you want Poirier to win? Would you want him to win by you know knockout? Probably just knockout or like because I don't think he'll win by decision if it goes to that. So Justin Poirier to win by knockout. So technical knockout, knockout or disqualification is plus four fifty. Okay. If it for him to win by submission plus one, yeah, you're not gonna see. Conor McGregor submitted no. against Dustin Poirier, uh, and then for him to win by technical decision, so decision uh, plus five hundred. Yeah, I, I I'll go with the the TKO uh, knockout, so plus plus four fifty. I guess it, my whole thing is if you're banking on Conor McGregor, like I, I like Conor McGregor as much as the next guy, but you're banking on the assumption that he's leveled up as much as we've seen Dustin Poirier level up in, yeah, in that's the past fair. That's fair. like year or so. Um, do we know if that's true? No. And there's no real evidence of it. I mean, you could, you could talk about the Cerrone fight, which I, I think a lot of people were overcritical about how Connor was, uh, like just fighting a nobody when realistically Dustin or not Dustin, uh, Don Cerrone is a goat. He's a legend. He's a a legend. Yeah. You cannot disrespect him at all. Um, One of the best fighters of all time. Yeah, but I, I've just really liked what I've seen from Poirier recently, and I think he's definitely got a shot here. Okay. Pat, what are you thinking? You're not, you're not as huge in the UFC, I don't know. No, I'm believe. not. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm riding with the Notorious uh, for the fact uh, he's probably he's, – he's one of my favorite fighters of all time. I wouldn't say my favorite. I'm a big John, big John Jones guy. Um, but like you know he's one of the goats. I won't take it as far as I said he's the goat. There's many goats uh, with so many divisions. Yeah, I think you're gonna many have many multiple exactly. goats. Yeah. But you know he's widely considered to be one of the greatest of all time. Yep. Um, sure. And I've gone. I already went against Tom Brady today, so I don't <laughs> think I can go against two. Like I don't think I can go against the herd of goats. So I'm I'm riding with I'm riding with McGregor on. We'll go straight knockout. We'll go big. We'll go bold. So McGregor to win by knockout is not a crazy because yeah. he he's a bit of a favorite. It's minus one eighty eight. So to be fair, I don't see this fight going the distance at all. No. I think this ends. I, I'd be stunned if there's a submission in this. It's probably going to end with someone on the floor in a knockout. Um, I gotta go Conor McGregor as well. I like I understand the hype around Poirier. He he looked great against Dan Hooker, won against the decision, looked really good uh two years or it's two fights ago or three fights ago, pardon me, against Max Holloway, beating the, right, yeah. the champ at the time. Um but obviously he, facing Khabib kind of got messed up a little bit. Tough, tough submission in that Everyone's one. Everyone's gonna get so messed up every, by Khabib. I was, I was just about to say, but yeah. so is everyone who's ever tried to fight Khabib. So 
I get the hype around Dustin Poirier, but Conor McGregor against Donald Cerrone looks so good. Uh, and I have no reason to believe why he's not going to look that good again. Um, I think he's going to knock him out pretty quick. I think it's going to be like a first or second round knockout by Conor McGregor. Uh, he, yeah, I mean, I love Conor McGregor. He's my favorite fighter in the UFC. So I, I obviously have a bias towards him. And I think a lot of people will always tune into a Conor McGregor fight hoping that he'll win. Um, and I don't know. I, I just don't see Poirier having enough in him to take down McGregor. But I said that. I've said that before. I honestly thought he was going to beat Khabib, I, and he didn't. So, uh, clearly, it, it, UFC is one of the hardest things to predict. Even if you yeah. think a guy's a heavy favorite, uh, it, all it takes is one punch, right? That's the whole expression. It's kind of like any given Sunday just for the UFC. All it takes is one punch. So, th- that fight could easily go uh, any other way. Um, yeah, I, I, I like those I like those odds. To give my underdog pick uh, of the week, it's not a very big one at all, but I'm sticking with UFC. I'm going with Jessica I, minus 105 against uh, Joanne Calderwood. Calderwood. Uh, it's not a very big underdog because Calderwood's minus 120, so it's a pretty even fight. But I like Jessica I in this one. Um, I, I don't know. I'm a big fan of her. She's probably my favorite female fighter, one of my favorite female fighters. So I'm going to ride with her in that one. She's looked good recently. So I'm going to I'm gonna stick with that. Pat, do you have an underdog pick ready? Um, I do, I'll, actually. I have okay. two. Um I love it. I'm just checking. Okay, I'm not going to go with that one. Uh, okay, so I, have, I kind of have a jokes one and an actual legit one, both coming from FA, FA Cup action. We're gonna right, start, we got to start off. We got Southampton plus 200 to beat Arsenal. <laughs> that one's kind of jokes, but, uh, well, you know, Arsenal is Arsenal this year, so anything can happen. Uh, next up, the one I actually believe one I actually believe in here, we have uh, Sheffield United and Plymouth Argyle. So Sheffield United being the worst team in the Prem, Probably yeah. the worst team in the Prem for a long last, time. Yeah, for a long time. They're, they're, they're absolutely yeah. they're absolutely terrible. And for people who don't know about the FA Cup, it's the uh, you know it's the it's the England country. Uh, Every kinda, professional uh, team in England participates in it, so it, exactly. it has so many qualifying rounds. Yeah, yeah, and it has usually has a little bit of March Madness in it, where you yeah. get these you get these upsets, you get these lower division teams that come up. Um, Plymouth Argyle being a League One team, uh, so plus, third division. Oh, yeah, plus yeah. 550. But if there is one team that is going to get upset, it's going to be yeah. Sheffield United. I like that. So also Plymouth uh, coming off three straight uh, three straight wins. So wow. they're pretty hot. All FA Cup wins against lower uh, lower division teams, but, you know, can't uh, yeah. can argue the fact that they're on a little bit of a roll. And, you know, Sheffield is, you know, Sheffield United. So I, it's, it's a pretty gutty underdog pick, but 550 to win. If you don't want to be that, Gutty plus three fifty for a draw, which you know eventually will go to pens. Yeah, the game just has to go to extra time for that. Yeah, catch. for yeah. that to hit. Um, but either of those, I think, is you know a pretty pretty good value there. Yeah, I like I, I like that pick. Uh, like you said, they're one of the worst teams I've seen in my lifetime. In the Prem, they're <laughs> dead bottom, five points from I believe twenty or nineteen games played, which is absolutely horrendous. So it's definitely a good pick. Uh, Plymouth Argyle, uh, they've got a cool logo, so I like that. Maybe they can they can pull off the upset there. Uh, is there anything else we need to cover, gentlemen? I think that pretty much that, that pretty much does. We talked about the UFC. We talked about the football. A little bit of FA Cup action. Obviously, not a lot going on other than the football in the UFC this weekend. But two weekends time, we will have our Super Bowl extravaganza, extravaganza show. Uh, bets literally covering everything. Gatorade oh, color. Everything. Oh, we're doing that. Gatorade color. Uh, over under on the anthem. I, who's doing the anthem? Do we even know? We'll find out. We'll figure it out. Uh, 
Gatorade color. I said that again. Uh, coin toss, my favorite bet. Uh, you know, everything fun, all the fun little bets that, you know, people who don't even know football can bet on. Because Songs so at the rad. halftime show. That's that's one of my yes, favorites. The Weekend. That's yeah. that's your guy right there, Eric. And we, yeah. we have a weekend expert here. Yeah. So, so we do have a resident weekend expert, uh, Eric Crookshank. He, he's a big fan. So mm-hmm. listen, we, we'll, we will have you covered for all of the Super Bowl bets, along with actually giving insight into the game, not just the fun ones. Um, it's going to be interesting. No matter which of these four teams make it there, I think we're destined for a good game. I, I'm okay with seeing any of the combinations of these four teams playing. So we're in for a treat, I think. Uh hopefully we get some good games this weekend hopefully the ufc delivers this weekend and uh overall it's it's a great time to be a sports fan again everything's back and bustling so uh great to see all around we appreciate you for tuning in this has been Nigel reaction eric crookshank patrick harrison and we will see you in two weeks time with the super bowl extravaganza see you then winner game